Hi guys, and welcome back to another episode of 20 Somethings. I'm Brittany. And I'm Tati. And we are super excited to have you guys back on this special, secretive, and very intense episode. (laughs) Yeah, it's very tea-filled, so sit down, get ready, and let's go. So, Brittany, what has your week been like? Have you had anything exciting happen? Have I had anything exciting happen? Mm. <laughs> I, like, think I'm, like, I do have things I have that happen, but I don't want to speak about them on the phone. Just tell have, me later. Tell me okay, after. it's undisclosed stuff did happen. Things did happen. But nothing mm-hmm. I'm willing to report secret, top secret information this week, so sorry. What about... Okay. So, so mm-hmm. things did happen, but you cannot speak on them. Cannot, dis- cannot speak on them. What about Ooh, you? I want to know what it is. <laughs> I want to know. Tea. Okay. <laughs> right. Okay, what about you? For me, uh, not too much. Let's see what happened. Um... Last week, there was a party at my boyfriend's house that was pretty fun. And then we went on Sunday, we went to this super cute brunch place. Um, it's called Fig Tree Cafe. And I think that's what it's called, or Fig Cafe, something like that, in San Diego. And it was so cute. It was so nice. And then, yeah, it was really cute. I really liked it. And then my major, my major development is that I have a fiddle fig leaf tree at my boyfriend's place and the whole time I was gone it was like growing so much it looked so beautiful and then I got here and I forgot to water it and it started to die and I was really sad so I like watered it a bunch yesterday like looked up all of these different um like blogs and forums about fiddle fig leaf trees and I just bought fertilizer for it and I'm hoping that she'll revive herself because it is not looking great I know that I saw a picture that um my boyfriend had sent me um, like a while ago and it was just so nice. It was like a picture perfect plant. Like it was green. It had a bunch of leaves and now it's like losing leaves and wilting. So I'm hoping that she'll revive. Yeah. I'm looking at a fiddle leaf fig because I'm like, what the heck does that even look like? Fiddle leaf. But I see it. I You've definitely, people have definitely have seen them. They're like a very aesthetic looking plant. Yeah, they get very but big. I, yeah, they get huge, but they're so finicky and you have to like, water them like weekly like give them just the right amount of water they have to be in a very specific temperature a very specific place where they're not getting too much light but they're getting light they're very hard plants to take care of and I just wasn't watering it consistently so it started to to die so um I gave her a little bit of water on Monday but now she's coming back to life oh that's wild it's crazy how high maintenance I feel like indoor plants are compared to outdoor plants I don't know, maybe certain types of outdoor plants, mm-hmm. obviously, like if you're growing, like, I don't know, a homestead or something, if you're cooking, like doing like foods and stuff, I feel like it's very high maintenance. But with like herbs, I have an herb garden and I barely like have to do anything to it. Like it gets enough sun. I water it like every day and like it's been fine. I probably should give them separate pots, but like they're fine overall. But like the indoor plants that I just started getting, like I just started doing indoor plants. They are all like they all have their own environment they need their own needs they're all needy plants i'm like what's going on guys like this is too much the only plants that i've had that aren't needing snake plants they don't really need much like a little bit of sunlight snake plants don't need that much i think it's because a lot of indoor plants 
are like technically tropical ones like i know that's what a fiddle fig leaf is like it's technically a tropical tree like it's an actual tree and so like you need to recreate the specific environment of like the rainforest or whatever i don't know but i think it's like a lot of them are tropical so then like obviously they're gonna not do that great if they're potted plants in fucking georgia so I don't know, but yeah, exactly. it's a lot of fucking work. Why, like, like, I don't know how adults do that where they yeah. have gardens and they have all these different plants right. they're taking care of because, like, it's a lot. Go them, honestly, if they have that going on. So this episode, it's it's an interesting episode for us because it comes with a disclaimer. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't always have to disclaim our episodes, but this one I feel like we need to slightly because, I don't know, you started first. <laughs> um. Okay, so... I think that we need a disclaimer for this episode because we are talking about what I feel like is a touchy subject for people who were specifically in this environment in college. And the environment we're talking about is sororities. And I think that people have either two types of experiences in a sorority. Some people have really good experiences and some people have not as great experiences and are what we went through in our sorority is partially like due to what like the effort that we put in and also the environment that it was in that space and time it doesn't mean that like our experience was negative overall and it doesn't mean that like it's bad for other people or like people should be discouraged from joining sororities it's just what we went through and like we I think we both hold like no ill will to anybody in our sorority like we had a really great time I had a really great time like in parts of it and I just think that people who are listening to this shouldn't feel like we're speaking negatively on sororities as a whole it's just our own experience or even our own sorority like yeah even our own sorority and I want to stress that like I personally and I think I can speak for both of us but I know for me personally at least I had no problems with any girls in my sorority mm-hmm, and same. I loved the experiences that I had like you know for the most most there's like you know things you don't like and everything but for the the majority of it all I very much enjoyed the experience I would do it again um and I'd honestly probably be more involved if I did do it again yeah and that would probably make me like it more but you know there was there was things that happened and it's it's a topic to talk about there's sororities all over the nation and I think they're so vastly different. That's another thing to keep in mind that depending on the school you go to, sororities can be like completely a different ball game at every single school. Like you don't know mm-hmm. what it's going to be. It's not going to be the same one school to the next. Same for um, sororities, like one sorority to another sorority. They're not going to mm-hmm. be the same. So each experience is so uniquely individual, especially in during times. Like, you know, last year's sorority could be different than this year's sorority and different than mm-hmm. next year's sorority. So it's so such a uniquely individual experience that you can't judge one sorority based off, like, I don't know, one person's experience because it could be different next year. There could be a whole yeah. different group of people involved in charge and whatever. Like, you never know. So yeah. this is just our experience. It's not the end-all be-all of sororities. It's yeah. just... What and it's it's um I especially just want to say it's not like to negatively reflect the sorority that we were in. We're not going to say the name, but if anybody from that sorority is listening, like we, it's not anything targeted at a certain person. It was just like I said, our experiences at the time, and like we did. I think we both had like really good times, but you know, it's like any experience in life. Like there's positives and negatives, and just like I mean, we'll talk about it. But some of the negatives might have outweighed the positives, whatever. But 
we're not t- basically we're not talking shit on sororities we're not talking shit on anybody we're just talking about our experience yeah that was a really big disclaimer they're probably like oh my goodness what is about to come like, <laughs> I, but i think it's important because minute. i think like i really do think it is like a touchy subject for some yeah. people like i think that some some people just will be like what the fuck yeah i don't know maybe it's not i feel like it is but maybe it's not i feel like we're just like saving ourselves from our own sorority issues so i'm like i ain't trying to cause any drama i'm just trying to speak on experiences and keep it moving yeah that's honestly all we're trying to say it's more of that i don't want anybody that i was in the sorority with to think that like i bear any like bad feelings about like them or anything like it's it's not that at all it's just like what i went through you know if there's some drama yeah no there's no drama no drama at all <laughs> perfectly great girls so okay anyways. so let's start by okay let's start by talking about why we both joined sororities like when you were in high school did you see yourself joining a sorority at all like or yeah so that's interesting that you asked that cuz i remember when i did decide to join sorority I had a couple friends that were like, I would have never expected you to be a sorority girl. And I was like, what? But honestly, I, I don't know. I I feel like I was never opposed to the idea, but I do know there was a stigma. And I was like, I'm not the stigma. But at the same time, I do like to have a good time. I like the events. I like the parties that we were able to you know, access and the fun times of it. I did enjoy. So I was always down for that. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? Yeah, I think that throughout um high school like when it got to closer like junior year senior year when I was going to um like be going to college I was kind of like I'm not a sorority girl like because we all know the typical like stereotype of what a sorority girl is and I just didn't see myself being in that but um I had like a few friends who were older than me who were in sororities and like they were having a good time and I was like, I'm going to a school where, like, I don't know that many people, so maybe I should join it. And um, I, so I did it, and I don't really think there was any thought behind it other than, like, I just wanted to, like, be able to, like, meet a bunch of people. And um, kind of also what I liked about it was that, because you do it based by, like, pledge class, so it was nice where it was, like, a majority of my pledge class were freshman girls, so it was, like, kind of all of us having this, like, new experience together, and that was kind of nice. Yeah, I remember, I remember when you joined, this is when we became roommates, and I just remember I didn't decide to try for sorority that year, Mm -hmm. and we were starting school at the same time, we were new roommates, and you were going to all these events and stuff, and I was like, ooh, this looks kind of fun, like, all these sorority events and like I you would invite mm-hmm. me sometimes and I'd go and I'd be able to experience it and I was like oh this is real fun like I want to do this next year and that was part of the big push of why I did I feel like do it is because I had a friend that I knew was already in it was in sorority and enjoyed it and we were going doing all these fun things and then by then I had known girls that were in the sorority so when I went through yeah it was kind of like I felt like I already knew some people I felt like more included yeah I think it helps a lot when you um know someone who's already in it because then like you can pick if you're friends with that person you're like okay like we're kind of similar I can if this person can do it then I can picture myself to do it and it's cool because like in your experience too is like you really got to feel it out through me because I was like doing all this stuff and then like you were tagging along so then you got to see like kind of what it was like also the year before you also got to hear like some of the things of what I thought about it like the parts of it that you didn't see um and you got to hear just like my opinion on it and then decide for yourself whether or not you liked it yeah exactly and that was very convenient 
it was funny because um, people who are in sororities know this, that you like you have to rush each year. So like when um, I was in it, so Brittany joined the year after me because we were in the same sorority. Brittany joined the year after me. And during rush, like I would see you come into the the room and stuff. <laughs> it would be like so hard not to laugh at you because it'd be <laughs> just like so weird because like you're supposed to you're like meeting all of these people that you've never met before. And yeah. Uh, Brittany was like the one person I knew so like you know you had like a you want to be like the best version of yourself because you're trying to like get people to join your sorority so then like all the time I'd be like hi I'm Tati hi I'm Tati and then it'd be Brittany I'd be like what's up <laughs> like yeah informal. <laughs> like what is good no yeah <laughs> yeah I, I it was kind of cool I liked that I feel like it helped me chill out a little bit from the whole experience but like can I tell you okay this is a little secret that I don't even know if I'm gonna allowed to be in the podcast but maybe <laughs> but okay. I'll at least tell you from that it was that literally like all the days I was there I was at least a little tipsy like I was <laughs> oh hell yeah I would have like, been yeah. but I was like pretty yeah I was pretty I was pretty solid. well I mean when I was rushing the year before when I was rushing there was a fucking festival for my favorite artist an EDM producer so just infer what you will from that. Yeah. But it was like every night. And so every day, the next day, I was coming in like hungover, being like, they were like, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, I went to a concert last <laughs> night, like a three day concert. But that's also why I chose my sorority, because a lot of the girls that I talked to were like, oh, dude, I was there, too. Like, oh, that shit yeah. was so cool. And like, they were like super chill about it. So like they weren't like, I don't know, not that anybody else was stuck up, but like, you know, some people because you talk to so many different yeah. people. That's the whole point of rushing is that you're you'll talk to some of the same people but they also want um want the other members to like feel you out and be like okay you know you want different opinions so like they'll have like four different girls talk to you and so all the girls that I talked to were like super cool in our sorority and like we're really chill about it and like they were either at the concert too or they were just like oh that sounds cool yeah and that's how you know you got a good and then some other girls in other sororities are kind of just like yeah oh okay and i was like i don't know if i like fuck with that that hard that's the funny thing about rush like rush is such an interesting experience which okay for anyone that could potentially be listening from i don't know someplace that doesn't know what rush is it's basically like a three four day experience where you go and you test out a bunch of different sororities and you talk to different girls Mm -hmm. and every day is like themed like something so every day everyone's dressed up in a theme a different outfit Mm -hmm. like it's very coordinated in that sense there's a there's a rubric you got these types of shoes to wear these types of skirts to wear these types of shirts put wear hair like this not too crazy makeup but also do you (laughs) no okay maybe i'm going too far but like (laughs) no but no but no it's true like that's literally what it is and that's the one thing that I don't like about sororities, like, compared to fraternities. Fraternities, they just go, like, the guys just go and hang out for, like, a week. So it's, like, at least that's how it was at um, a different school, like, in Atlanta. Um, the guys would just go, and they would, like, hang out and vibe and, like, just drink together for a week. And then, like, they would just offer people bids throughout Chill, the week. Like, it was yeah. so much more relaxed, which I feel like is what sororities should do, because it's, like, you don't... you. Like it's, it's so um, like curated, yeah. It's like ongoing and curated. Like you said, you have to wear like certain Very things, and like out. you're wanting to get the people to like you. So you're like, you can't discuss too much, and you can't like act as like you have to act a certain way. And I feel like with fraternities, you Do can literally just like hang out and be yourself. And then like yeah. if they like you, they like you. Like that's such a better way to 
to feel if someone's like right for the opportunity yeah, or sorority. Like a, yeah. You know? I, I think a, we're going to talk about this later on. Like, we got to bring this back up because I, I feel like this will be cutting ahead. The difference between fraternities and sororities, like the culture, I feel like at least maybe in our own experience, mm-hmm. maybe not overall, but at least what we've experienced, it's very starkly different. But we'll get to Well, there. let's talk about like, let's talk about, um, you know, like our sorority life. I think before we even start with that, let's talk about how sorority life was like at our college because our college, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was like, because our college was like big, like there's a lot of people who go to our university, but I think our university, like the student population, sororities and fraternities, like Greek yeah. life only made up like 1% of the population of the school. I mean, our school was like one of the largest schools in Georgia. I mean, the largest school technically in Georgia, but it's broken into like two colleges. So I don't know, there's two campuses, but it's the largest school in Georgia. And we don't have the largest fraternity in sorority groups at all. Like we barely have, we have like five of each, I think, or something like that. But uh, like, you know, there's big, uh, because we live in Georgia, big Georgia schools like UGA, for example, even Georgia Tech, like where they have huge frat, like, you know, in sorority lives. But our school wasn't really like that. Um, yeah. yeah, our school's um, Greek life was um, really small. Not to say that it wasn't big, like there's a lot of people in it, but just compared to other schools, so tiny. Like when I would go visit um, UGA, and we would drive down their Greek road, like they would have mansions, mansions for the sororities yeah. and fraternities, and ours crazy little to townhouses. <laughs> yeah, it's it was always crazy to visit like any other school, and you're like, oh my god, like why why don't we have this? And like even like I hope in the future mm-hmm. they get to have that because that would be like so fun. Like I don't know to have a whole house like that. I don't that'd be a completely different vibe. So like lucky you guys who that mm-hmm. actually had. I mean, we had like our own house, but it wasn't. Um, it wasn't a mansion. <laughs> they were townhouses. Yeah, yeah they, they like, were, were all like city they were houses. All connected. They had to be, Plus, yeah. they were also they were also technically our school's property, so yep. you couldn't really do weird. like you couldn't like have parties in them technically because it's school property. No one would ever so have a party. Can't, like throw a party. Yeah, but I think that just goes like that just tells that I would say Greek life at our school was almost similar to high school where because it was so small everyone kind of knew everybody and yeah like, I would say somewhat of like cliques formed kind of not like not like high school where it's like you can't hang out with us or whatever but because it was so small and everybody started to know each other obviously you're going to like gravitate to like certain people and stuff like that um yeah. but I whenever Which I, I don't like it, so much because I never like when I left high school to go to college I purposely chose a college that not a lot of people from my high school went to because I was like I don't want like that click mentality of like a small circle Mm -hmm. type thing and I feel like going into sorority we like got exactly that like everyone was just very well known everyone knew each other and that makes it a little less yeah I think that was um when I think of Greek life at our college that's like the number one thing I think of and I do think it was like quite clicky um which is whatever like you know it's like it wasn't what I wanted but I could see why it was like that because it was so small but like I mean I feel like cliques are inevitable everywhere but like even at schools at Georgia Tech for example yeah. at least you could like hang out with like a, they have huge Greek life so you can hang out there's so many people you can yeah. go to all these different places and like you could know people here and not know people there but I just feel like at our school it was just I don't know it just seemed way more clicky but also I'm not in a fraternity I'm not in a sorority at another school so it could be the same but I feel like just looking at our perspective it was definitely very clicky 
I think especially it was it as the years went on, like I think the first two years that we were in sorority and um I don't know why I keep saying in fraternity. Like I don't know. Mm-hmm. I keep wanting to say we were in yeah, I'm like no. I know, I mean too, I keep saying it too. But, like the first couple years we were in I felt like was the most fun, but like as time went on, it just got like to be a lot. And I think it was for a couple of reasons, but I think we should first mm-hmm. talk just like about the culture of like as if like someone did not like know what a sorority would life was like. Okay. So like some things that our sorority did, for example, was like we would have um a fundraiser every year. Um, some big event, mm-hmm. like there was like a charity, there was like a local charity and like a big overall charity that we would kind of, you know, focus on and try to do work mm-hmm. for. Like we had a specific yeah. philanthropy. So, so like we had, we had like yeah. a specific mm-hmm. cause that we were, that we worked on every year. We had two, we had one big one and then one small one. Yeah. And then there was an event for that every year. Yeah. So there was like, it, it was kind of like, there was like a structure of like a government in a sense. There was like a president a vice president, there was, like, a philanthropy chair, mm-hmm. which would handle what the charity is, there was, like, a social chair that would handle um, social stuff, like, whenever we'd have, like, mixers, which would be, like, you know, we would hang out with another sorority or another fraternity and go to, like, an event, like, a bar, a arcade or something, or there'd be, like, what else would be, like, a mm-hmm. social chair thing, like, um, home, like, homecoming? Was there a homecoming? No, formal. Like, formal the formals and, and stuff. I would yeah. say that it's, like, very akin to a company more like where it's, like, a board of directors or whatever. So, like, on the exec yeah. board, it was the people who – and it was kind of like a government, but it's, like, the exec board who, like, control, like, what we do you – know, what we do in the sense of social mm-hmm. aspects, but also what we do in, like, how we act and present ourselves, um, like, our yeah. philanthropy. So, they basically controlled how the sorority ran. Yeah. And yeah, and it was kind of it was interesting how that power dynamic is because we're talking about like a group of girls that are essentially like your peers, but they're running you like they are, are your peers. You, yeah, they are your peers, but they're running you like you're, they're the government slash like business execs above you, not above you mm-hmm. in that sense, like of like oh we're above you, but like in the sense that like better they have than some you type of ordered a por- some order to control in a sense that like they need to they have this. There's a separation of powers, you know? And so it was a mm-hmm. weird dynamic at times because of that. Yeah. I think. I mean, like, I we, would okay. I would go as far to mm-hmm. say that at some points there would be like weird power structures where like I feel, and this is very much based on an individual rather than like the board as a whole, but I feel like certain individuals would power trip and they would kind of be like, I'm in charge. Like you have to listen to me. And it would mm-hmm. also be strange because you would be, because anybody can be on it. Like anybody, you have to run for a position, you have to get elected, but you could be like the a senior and have like a sophomore and even sometimes freshman, though it was rare, like be on the exec board and like making rules. So it was just strange because it would be like people younger than you, like you've been in it the longest and like people just making up these rules. And I think mm-hmm. a consistent thing I heard when I was in the sorority, because I was in some... um some like positions like I was on like committees and um boards and stuff like that and I would hear us talk about how there is a power dynamic between like or maybe like an us versus them with like the exec board and with normal members because they are controlling (laughs) parts of the sorority and it just like gets weird you know yeah it does get weird and like 
that's that's one problem that like ended up being a problem for me as time went on. I just like there are definitely like a bunch of moments, random moments spread out, you know, through my time, my four, my three years there. But like different moments where like, you know, someone would get a little power hungry, get a little boast in their head and they would go on mm-hmm. a rant, you know, in, in chapter for like 20 minutes straight about. A oh, my God. Yeah. Like, everyone's sitting there like, please let us go home. I have a final mm-hmm. tomorrow or I have a test, like whatever, like th- and mm-hmm. then, okay, now we're transitioning to another topic. Cause that reminds me about chapter, chapter, good old chapter. And I, and you know, I know this is not just our sorority. This is every sorority. We all have chapter who, if mm-hmm. you're in a sorority. I just know like it's the concept of meeting every week. I kind of like it cause it's fun. You're going and you're in a group and like, I guess you hang out with your friends and you're having a good time with your friends. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with an hour once a week like there's nothing wrong with that for me what i didn't like about chapter was the scheduled outfits <laughs> oh my god yeah i fucking the hated scheduled that shit. Outfits basically made our sorority that made me made us quit. stress up business casual so you meet every what like was it tuesdays you meet every tuesdays yeah. we mostly four had to two- wear business casual if it's four tuesdays in a month it was business casual like three of them and then you could wear like letter shirts one of them and that shit sucks so bad because i know for a fact other sororities in our school in other schools even other soror even other chapters of our sorority had the chillest fucking chapters like they would show up in like sweatpants and like just chill (laughs) if you didn't wear the right outfit they would fine you they would find you if you. you didn't wear the right outfit they would they would let you know yeah. they'd be like you're not wearing the right outfit or they would like judge your outfits because you were supposed to dress yep. business casual which I guess is nice in the long run because it teaches you how to dress business casual but like come on now like it's a fucking it was Tuesday too frequent. it's seven o'clock that's their problem yeah that was the problem is it was just too frequent like nothing wrong with a business casual day once a month but not three days out of the month you're right it was like majority like the majority of the days were business casual days we had some letter days and then we had like we were lucky if we got a fucking like regular you can wear whatever you want day like and it sucked because I never was wearing business casual just freaking school like I was never doing that mm-hmm. so I'd have to go home and change into a business casual outfit or I'd have to bring one with me and that's just too much that's just too much to be doing every Tuesday it made me like mm-hmm. I would want to avoid it because of that and that was just like a really big downfall from it um I, I don't know if that's something unique to our sorority or if that's a common problem that people have but I just literally hated that it definitely builds some skill in some sort and whatnot, but it just, it was one of our downsides for sure. <laughs> yeah, I think I would just say that our sorority life and like our sorority culture, and this is just in the time period that we were in it. I was in it, I dropped. So I was in it only from 2016 to, I think I stopped going. Like I was on a status in 2000 the last part of 2018 to the beginning of 2019 and then I dropped in the fall of 2019 so I was really only in it for two years and I would say a big part of our sorority life was us being monitored like I that's and that's the vibe that I got that I felt like I felt that like we were monitored in you know like what we did, what we wore, um, mm-hmm. how we presented yep. ourselves, which makes sense because in certain in certain aspects, because like you're representing the sorority, so like I understand that, yeah. like it makes sense to be monitored and like you want to represent your best selves. 
but I personally felt like it was monitored a little bit too much at times and it was just not for me and I also felt that there wasn't like very like a lot of a genuine connection like there was like a big like breakup or whatever I don't know like we the sorority went through some problems when I was in it so that makes sense but to me it, they were just never really it lacked a genuine connection and a lot of the times it felt forced and that was just like not it like towards the end I just kind of started feeling like I dreaded going to things more than I enjoyed it and so that was kind of like my yeah cue that I was like obviously this isn't for me yeah I think one I agree with you like one of the biggest problems with a sorority like for me and I'm just saying in general like any type of group of organization that you're going to be in with like a bunch of people one big issue would be like too much of a power structure you know if you're signing up for something and you're trying to do it for fun you're like paying money monthly for it and whatnot like you're gonna want to be enjoying what you're doing you're not gonna want to feel like you're getting all these rules and regulations put on you and I think that we dealt with it for a while because we were having fun and there are very fun moments in sororities and fraternities Mm -hmm. and like that experience my bad but sorry about that ping once again but um but I think there's also downsides that like made it unenjoyable. Like for example, me my like junior year, I had roommates and there was me and one girl that was in my sorority that lived in my house and then there's two girls that didn't. And we took a picture at a um uh what's it called with the trucks outside of games? The food um, trucks? No, the like you know, before the football games. What's it called? Tailgate. Oh, I know what you're talking yeah. about. We were at a we were at a tailgate, and we took a, we took a roommate picture, just me and my three other roommates, no one else. And it was during our like rush week, and you're not supposed to take pictures with people that aren't um a part of your sorority. You're supposed to. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't know. I don't. I feel like this is illegal to say for some reason, but I don't think it is. It's not but, like you're not supposed to like have anyone on your Instagram that is not in your sorority. That goes for and that goes for every sorority during rush. It's because you don't want it to seem like you're pulling them to be with you. Like, oh, like look, we we are tailgating. Like you're with us. You know, it's like supposed. Yeah, to be no, no. Cool I said that wrong. Rush. I said that wrong. You're not supposed to take pictures with. I thought I thought it was just people that were um, a part of the like group, the committee, right? No, I think, are are you talking about, like, like during Rush? Because I'm pretty sure it's, like, during Rush, you're not supposed to put out, like, your specific sorority, and then you're not really supposed to, like, hang out and, like, affiliate with people who are known to be rushing. So, like, during, during recruitment, for example, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have been allowed to, like, post pictures with you and, like, be seen, like, going out with you, because then it looks like I'm trying to be, like, come to our sorority, like, it's called dirty app. rushing. It basically is like yeah. that I'm telling you you're going to be a part of this sorority when it's like not decided because then that's me like just trying to take you out and be like we're so cool join Persuade us and that's you. the yeah. join us because it's an it's unfair to, advantage basically. Yeah, that's right. It's supposed to be like you have a fair like shot, a fair clear mind when you go in and you're mm. not supposed to be like dirty rushed and convinced very hard on the first day like if someone goes up to you and is like hey i want you in the sorority and you got a spot if you just um, choose us every day like that's dirty rushing like they're not supposed to do that and so when mm-hmm. we posted this photo it was kind of like against dirty rushing rules because like during that time you can't post a photo with anyone who is not in your sorority you can't and you also can't post photos of people that are working rush because they're supposed to be like anonymous uh sorority people mm-hmm. like not in a specific sorority so you kind of have to like you have to like, go through your instagram and like take out certain photos if like people are 
you know if it can connect back to them it's like a whole like there's like a whole behind the scenes like process that's pretty involved that was very interesting to learn about um and nothing bad about it i think it's actually a cool concept in certain aspects but yeah so we basically took this picture and posted it at the tailgate with my roommates and there was we got a lot of backlash from i wasn't the one that posted it so i didn't really get the backlash but whoever posted it my roommate she got a lot of backlash from our sorority saying like, you got to take it down and it was understandable mm-hmm. but it was just a crazy concept that like our whole sorority could be taken down because of this one photo you know like it wasn't even like our mm-hmm. sorority was being like you know extra it was like the whole system was extra the whole system made them yeah. have to be like so extra and that's how it is a lot of times like we talk we're gonna be talk. we're like saying like this happened with our sorority and that happened with our sorority but a lot of it is the power structure too like of how sororities are you know set up and like how easily you can like get um taken off of campus mm-hmm. for doing x y and z and stuff and i think our sorority mm-hmm. was definitely very wary of being like kicked out of, out of campus and you know that was a good thing that we didn't get kicked out but i think that caused us to not have as fun much fun in some aspects i mean i know for a fact because the girls that i was friends with were um like seniors when i was a freshman and they would tell me that our sorority was like really wild at one point and like would have a bunch of fun and then like we got threatened to get kicked off of campus for some reason so like it slowly got like more strict i think when we when i joined or maybe like the year before it was like the peak of our sorority's like greatness or whatever because i think this is one thing for sororities and fraternities as they go through like peaks and troughs of like they get really good and then they get bad and then they get really good it's just like the natural like way that sororities progression yeah um work and so ours started to just get more strict when it was like our time in it which sucked because it was like i don't want to be monitored so much and i know that like all sororities do this an example is you're not supposed to post pictures of you and alcohol especially underage obviously that makes sense but like even Mm -hmm. when you get older you're not really supposed to post pictures of you and alcohol even if it's a solo cup it could be a solo cup with like fucking water in it but a solo cups are obviously associated with um being like drinking and partying and so you're not supposed to do that you're not any any basically any picture that they deem as being inappropriate they could tell you to take down and you had to take it down and if you didn't yeah. take it down you would go to standards which is basically like oh, the standards. punishment yeah. board whatever and i was on standards and just some of the things that people would get sent to standards for were ridiculous like the dumbest things and I would be sitting there being like this is a waste of my time because it's like it would be like Saturday Sundays hours long because we would have to talk about what the girl did what her punishment is and some of it was like some girls did deserve their punishments because some girls did some like fucking crazy things but then yeah and I know what you're talking about there are there's always those instances yeah and like half of the things were like so stupid I'm like why like are you reporting this person because you don't like the way that they're presenting themselves as long as they're not presenting themselves crazy like I don't understand I had a friend that uh she got sent to standards and it was because she had brought like I, I want to say she was either drunk and they found out on the bus or she like brought an alcoholic beverage on the bus I can't remember exactly which do you know what I'm, ta- what I'm talking about that's when I was on standards okay. she brought an alcoholic beverage on the bus but I will say they people like fraternities and sororities rent buses for people to be drunk on the bus like yeah. the whole point and is so also, that we don't have to drive ourselves 
So this happens in and, like fall and, time. And that situation, no one saw her drinking. It's because somebody saw, like, she posted it in, like, a Snapchat group. And then somebody yeah. in the Snapchat group reported her. And that person was It was, like, our was new member Snapchat like, so group. She came, like, I was in that group. She told us the whole situation. <laughs> and then when she left, she was, like, the girl that was in charge was, like, I am the one that reported her. And I was, like, so you're mad because she drank a shooter in the back of the bus when no one saw, only you saw. And she was like, "Yeah, like she needs to be punished for that." And I'm like, "Fuck off!" Like, yeah, no, the, that's, it's just so it's just little things like that. And maybe that that's just like, like me a, thinking that no. things are a lot more chill than they actually no, no, no. are. I don't know, but like, I feel like I don't want to be in an organization that like want actively wants to get people in trouble. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if I saw that, I would have been like, "Okay, yeah." And that was sad because from that experience, she literally, she literally got um kicked like canceled from any social events from that point on for the rest of the year and that happened at the beginning of the fall so i think for the whole year i want to say at least a semester but i think the whole year she was kicked out of social events couldn't go to formal couldn't go to anything couldn't even go as a date just from that one experience of her drinking a shooter in the bus and that was insane like that was so unfair i think and that was kind of an eye-opening experience for me because i was like I joined the sorority so that I can have a good time. I don't want to feel like I'm signing up to have a mom in college, you know? I want to f- sign up for a friend that's as lit and fun as me. And yeah, we're not trying to be like crazy. Like, uh, we want to be classy about whatever we're doing, but I don't yeah, need a Yeah, you don't need a mom. And that's what it like, was, you know, like. It like, was like. We have our own moms. Like, we were just being judged constantly. And in that situation, the reason that she was drinking on the bus was because it was our formal, which is like our biggest event of the year. And it's like everybody was drunk. We all were at the same pregame before this. So it's like, I just, it was just little stuff like that that I was like, why are you trying to punish her for like doing this? Or like, even like people would post pictures and they'd be like, hey, that's not really appropriate. You should take that down. I'm like, okay, because it's like slightly scandalous. It's like, just because I'm a member of this sorority, not your place to speak about on my social media how I want to post. Like, I'm not saying post full on nudes, but like, you can't post yourself like, I don't know. I don't know. Um, maybe I'm ranting, but it's just like, it was just little things like that that would just frustrate me. And I'd be like, I just don't understand. I mean, I feel like comparing our, and this is just me comparing ourselves. The sororities could be completely different. But when I was in it, I felt like when I compared how my sorority was acting compared to other ones, other ones were like a lot more chill and like, I don't know, it just seemed like they weren't yeah. as strict as ours. And I was like, I don't understand why we're being like that. Yeah, and so I that that leads me to the point that I'm like, I don't know if it was just our sorority or if it was sororities as a whole. I'm sure there's probably other people out there that are experiences, experiencing mm-hmm. this too, but I think we probably had one of the sororities that were more willing to, but it's not like we had like a lame sorority per se, but it's just we had a sorority that was really wanted to keep their P's and Q's and didn't want to get in trouble and yeah. they were very good at enforcing that. And honestly, that was a strength in a sense because we weren't going to be the sorority that was getting mm-hmm. uh, red flags. Like we weren't going to be that, you know, we were, we would always do well with philanthropy and we'd always do well in like events and stuff. Mm-hmm. People would always show up. We'd always show up for ourselves. We had the highest GPA. It was a genuine highest gpa in our college like we made sure to be like like i feel like the groups of friends that were made in our sorority were genuine like yeah I for sure still hang out i still interact with some of the girls and i i do think like we had a lot of strength in our sororities and i think we probably should take a second mm-hmm. in a minute to like talk about that mm-hmm. but 
because I, I feel like we've just been going like hitting our p's and q's but at the same time you know there is these these elements these moments that were a little bit um like not favorable and like i want to say like the stark difference that i was talking about at the beginning of the episode with fraternities and sororities an example of that that i experienced that i was like whoa um was you know our school has uh or we live by the brave stadium like that's our stadium and we had like there was a braves games our that's that's common for sororities and fraternities i think at in georgia and we i remember our sorority had a braves game and also i went to a fraternity braves game experience and it was so crazy how like i we went to the braves game and it was like um with our thing we had to go there and we had to be there at like a certain time like 7 15 before the game started we had to be there like right on time and if you miss the time then you don't go in mm-hmm. no matter if you pay the ticket whatever the 30 dollars and whatever you don't get to go in um if when you get there they look at you and they see if you're drunk or not if you're drunk enough or not if you are too drunk to go in that game or they think that you're a little drunk at all they will not let you in they won't give you the ticket and a lot of my friends got turned away for looking too drunk mm-hmm. And they weren't able to go in. I don't. I wasn't with them, so I don't know if they were too drunk. But I, I was able to make it in. And I guess mm-hmm. I was fine. But it was just very like they were watching you. They were checking you. They were making sure you're you were on your p's and q's before you got to go in that Braves game. And then I go with the fraternity, and we literally went to like a pregame outside of the Braves game, like a tailgate, chugged all these beers back. Like we're chilling. Like we're all drunk. Everyone's there. Everyone's having a good time. We get our tickets outside outside just casually while we're at the pre like the tailgate whatever and we walk in whenever we want we walked in like an hour into it yeah and like it was so casual and i was just thinking to myself and i'm like the difference like it's so insane like why is it like this i honestly think it comes down to like just sexism and like just i think that i think just like inherently boys are always told to like they can do what they want and girls are always monitored girls need to act a certain way whatever boys can act however they want boys will be boys and I think it comes down to that because I think that's like the stark difference is that boys I mean their recruitment process is so much chiller they can drink they can post what they want they can like act however they want but girls in sororities are monitored I mean obviously in each sorority it's like at different levels but I really do think it comes down to that like I think that girls like it's just like because sororities are old like they're from like the 1900s some in, some even the 18 yeah. 1800s that i just and our sorority was like one of the older ones yeah it like, was like 19 something like, like 1901 i want to say it was like, like one of the only fraternities or was that wrong am i wrong about that that was like the only fraternity no it was that's the only, a, that's like, actual fraternity the only fraternity uh oh shit okay i mixed it up yeah it's called what, what was ours then oh i think they were just, i don't know what our, it was. no ours was a sorority no, ours, ours was, was called ours. a sorority okay yeah but (laughs) but even then even then I think that I just think it's just like remnants of that from like the 1900s and just old ways of thinking how girls have to be monitored and it's just weird because it's like really boys are not monitored fraternities are not monitored they act however they want to act because I've seen some fucking crazy things and that's what I wanted that's what I wanted with a that's what I wanted. I literally just wanted to have a group of like down girls mm-hmm. that are really to have a good time and like we could just chill and like no one's gonna be monitoring each other and stuff like that. Or if there's monitoring, that's fine, but it has to make sense. Like it has mm-hmm. to make sense. Can't just be like we can't do shit. Like, you know, 
like I expect a friendship type vibe, not like a oh like exec board we gotta watch over everyone mm-hmm. type vibe. Like I hated that. Yeah. Like it was like once the exec board came in the room, it's like you gotta sit up right. Like yeah. you make sure you're on your and P's and Q's type thing. Even like what like, you said, it's okay some- to monitor but if it's in like a guiding way, being like, Hey, just so you know, like I feel like this isn't representing you well. This is why, like, could you please take it down? Whatever. But I but the way that we were monitored just felt like towards the end when I was leaving, it just felt so strict and it felt like unjustifiable and just kind of like, I don't know, I don't even know how to describe it. I just think it was like the attitude and like the vibe of just like, I don't know, everything that kind of made me feel like I just wasn't really welcomed or that it was just like too intense. And I was like, I'm 21 years old. I don't want to be told I can't post certain things or do certain things when I'm literally the legal age to drink like it doesn't make sense and it's I'm and yeah. like my problems like with you, it weren't it's, even it's just, just weird like because you the drinking and stuff like that because that's fun like that's like a whole nother aspect yeah. but it's just like little things like that that I was just like WTF yeah it's just like you come out of your high school experience and you're so ready to get into college and like kind of have you know we're not gonna act like we're angels mm. like you that's how college experience is you go and you want to drink late at night you want to go do like try the crazy thing once whatever you want to do the fun stuff experience whatever and it's your college life it's your college experience that's a part of the experience I feel like it's a very common part of the experience and it's like you don't want someone to be like oh hey but you're like you can't we know that you you would normally drink in this experience but you can't be drunk at this Braves game because it's not looking good on our sorority Mm -hmm. like no like i want to be able to drink with my friends and go to the braves game Mm -hmm. like i don't think that's unreasonable and like normally i'd be able to do that yeah no issues and it's just because i'm going and so then it kind of made you be like okay well why am i doing this now like why am i subjecting myself through all this if i don't have to like i do this anyways honestly and even with all of Mm -hmm. that said i think that our sorority experience was like a lot better than other people's because I've seen TikToks where people or girls talk about their sorority experiences and they were so much nitpickier about things. They were nitpicky about like how they dressed, how they talked. And our sorority wasn't like that. And that's a huge thing I'm thankful for in our sorority. In our sorority, they really, really emphasize the fact that they that like they were accepting of how you wanted to look and how you presented yourself in terms of clothes Mm -hmm. and style, things like that. They were super chill about that, and they and I really type, appreciated yeah. that. Our sorority was one of the di- most diverse sororities at our university, and that's one of the main reasons why I joined. And that's like one thing that I do really love about our sororities that they were just so accepting and like chill in that way. And I really appreciate that because it would have been like so much shittier if like you can't you can't act how you want to act, and you can't even look how you want to look. Like that's so much worse. Yeah. Yeah. The only time we really had to, like, try to look a specific way was, like, Rush. And it wasn't even – it was still, like, you know, you can come as you mm-hmm. are, but, like, this is, like, our Rush look. Yeah. But, like, other than that, it's, like, there are such different types of girls in our mm-hmm. sorority. And, like, everyone had a friend. Everyone was invited. Mm-hmm. Like, we'd always, I feel like, kept the diversity and strong. And that did attract me, too, mm-hmm. to the group. And I feel like also in our sorority, we did have, like, a – I don't know. It was – it wasn't like I was friends with everyone in our sorority, but I always felt like a, a sense of sistership in yeah. like, the way that like I felt like they did care mm-hmm. for me. Like they they would try like at least and like 
they weren't le- trying to leave anyone else out. If anyone looked like they were being left out, like you would eventually get talked to. Like, yeah, for I sure. I feel like our story did a good, like, was really good at making sure every girl felt included. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, that's a big In thing. Sense, like everyone, yeah. everyone got invited to everyone's parties. Like, I don't really think there was any. I think it's natural for cliques to form because, like, you're gonna like group, like, you're gonna talk more to the people that you're close with. But it was never like you can't talk to us or like we're too cool for you. Like everyone could talk to everybody. And like and like you said, the people who like the friend groups that I've seen in the sorority are still friends. Like there's still genuine friendships. And like I made some best friends in my sorority. Like I have some really like some of my closest friends are from that sorority. And like it's not to say that like I said earlier that I felt like it almost felt forced. And that's not necessarily that the friendships felt forced. It's that, like, our connection to the sorority felt forced, if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Because I think there was, like, there's these weird elements where we it kind of didn't make sense to me. And then there was things that did make sense to me. Like, it made sense to me that we'd go do social events mm-hmm. with each other. And, like, we'd do events, like, where we'd try to raise money. And, like, that made sense to me. But what didn't make sense was, like, the really strict, like, rituals where we had to be, like, there like for three days four days like practicing for an Mm -hmm. event like uh and then sitting in a room for like 13 hours straight like yeah i didn't force like force connection through like hard experiences in the past like just stuff like that where i was like yeah it just didn't feel natural it was like if you want to connect over like a hardship in your past make it feel natural don't put it on a survey and then give it out to everybody and connect over that like if you were in our sorority, you probably well, know, what I'm, you know what I'm talking issue. about. <laughs> yes, because I know that you didn't like that. Yeah, that was my biggest problem. But yeah, I, other than that, like, I feel like we had very genuine connections. I loved the diversity. I had, I really did have some good moments in my sorority. And like, there's girls that, that had dropped the sorority that I am still friends with. Um, but yeah, I think overall, I did have a good experience. It was just towards the end, I outgrew it. Yeah, I think for me, I, I agree. I I overall had a good experience. I really, like, liked enjoy. I enjoyed the – or wow, let me restart that. I do think overall I enjoyed the experience. I loved bid day when I first came through. I loved every bid day after that. You know, the experience mm-hmm. of rushing was very fun to me, meeting new members. Um, I did intramurals when I was in there. I loved that. I loved feeling involved, having friends I could, like, see every week. It it gave me like a whole nother mm-hmm. community that I wouldn't have had if I didn't join sorority. So I'm very appreciative of that. The girls that I met in there were all super sweet to me. Like there was never any like weird vibe from a girl that I was talking to in the sorority. Like I never felt like, you know, someone didn't want to be mm-hmm. friends with me or like wasn't chill with me being there or anything like that. It was a very welcoming environment. So I very much appreciate our sorority for that. I just think I'm the kind of person that does not like rules that much and does not like being on my P's and Q's to that extent. Like, I don't feel the need to be that high maintenance and high level and just being that great mm-hmm. and, I don't know, following the rules that much overall. And there's people like that, and you guys are at a different level than me. That's good for you. But I'm just not there. And so I think once I got into that environment, I just wasn't willing to rise to the occasion. And so instead it made me fall back and it made me – want to distance myself and mm-hmm. I had moments where I still wanted to be involved because I did like the events and I still like the people 
but I didn't like the rules and I didn't like the like rituals we had to do and like the certain things that we had to dress a certain way and do this a certain way and so I didn't like that so it was a weird dynamic towards the end for me and that's the reason I stayed till the end because I was just trying to ride it out but um yeah it was pros and cons for sure is yeah, I would say the same thing. I think if I could go back, I would definitely put in a lot more effort um, than I did. I think by the time I had dropped, I was just so frustrated with how things were working that I put in no effort. So I didn't really put in as much effort in forming friendships as I should have. I didn't put in as much effort like going to events and like meeting new people as I should have. And, you know, parts of that were my own frustration. Parts of that were my own anxieties and stuff and if I could go back I would definitely put in like a lot more effort there were so many good girls there that were so cool like that I wish I could have gone back and really put in an effort to like form these friendships and they're girls that I know if I hit them up now they would so be down to hang out like they're they're all like that like yeah and, and like nice and stuff I think that and like that's comforting to know but I wish I could go back and like have those strong friendships with these people from Back the then. start yeah exactly and I personally like you know you know that I feel like this like I feel like people in the in the sorority don't like me because like towards the end I'm like I can be like really assertive and like towards the end I was like kind of Over like it. making my frustration known yeah. and it was like coming out and how I acted and stuff like that yeah. so no, I feel I like think... a lot of people from the sorority don't like <laughs> no, me but like I like of... every I love yeah. everybody from the sorority I just feel like people don't like me yeah no I think everyone respects you from what I've heard that you speak your mind and that you were very involved so you kind of hold a little bit more weight in that sense whereas for me like I I was only moderately involved because I came a year later than you and then I stayed for like a year and then I by the second year I was kind of starting to get over it so I faded out a little bit so like I feel like because you had already hold so many held so many roles and been so involved that um you kind of were someone that people like at least looked up to and then when you left they were like why'd you leave like mm-hmm. what why'd you leave but like it was also understandable because I was just frustrated they, it was understandable at the same time because it's like it's like it's it's weird when you're in that situation because I do agree like if it had changed we could have just spoken our minds a little bit more and tried to be a little bit more like you know down to switch it up and change it up and try to get it better and we could have totally mm-hmm. turned around the sorority maybe and like at least spoke our minds and tried to like you know do some type of benefits to like change it like I don't know switch it up somehow or like you know try to propose new ideas and see what would work and try to get higher in the exec board and see what we can influence and just try to make it more of a a chill space if that's really what we wanted and um I think that's like a thing that someone could take if they maybe were in the same experience as us not to not to necessarily like leave if you feel like you can have a say and like try to speak your what's whatever you don't like about the sorority and try to change it for the better I think that would yeah. be a beautiful thing you know it because there's such old ex- old organizations that you know Mm-hmm. It does need to change over time. Like the same old rules aren't always going to stand true yeah. for everyone. And it also takes you know? time. And that's a proven thing because we have had presidents in the past that like were fantastic. I don't want to like say their names, but there's two that I'm thinking of. I'll say it to you and I'll just bleep it out. Um, and they were really good presidents. Um, not as much, but I was like an amazing president. And I think that she, like, made an effort to, like, really change some of the rules while she could. I think, um, like, is a good example. She was never president, but she was on exec. And, like, she's mad chill. And, like, she did what she could. And so I think it is um, true that, like, 
rather than doing like what I did, for example, and being frustrated and just leaving. Like if you really want to like try to change it, stay and try to change it. Like I totally could have done that, but I didn't and I didn't take advantage of that. And that's my own mistake. And like people, same for me. Like yeah, and like people used to tell me my fresh. It's both of us. It's not just you, girl. I was just saying, my freshman year, people, the the older girls would be like, "Oh, you could be president." I mean, I'm they probably tell that to every fucking girl, but they were like, "Um, you could be president. Like, you totally are capable. Whatever." And like that's anybody. Like, if you just Mm -hmm. like want to change it enough and like want to make it to like how like in an organization that you would actually like enjoy and want to stay in for four years you could totally do that yeah and I think it would be worthy it would be worth it and I also think though over time as like different pledge classes come in like it kind of naturally shifts and changes like I don't know how accurate this Mm -hmm. is because I don't really know much about our newest pledge class or newer pledge classes but I feel like it did get more lenient after we left like, after I left, at least, mm-hmm. I think it got more lenient. Yeah, for sure. Just, that's the vibe I get. I don't know how accurate that is, but I do think, like, it's we're going towards more of a chill time, I guess, in our sororities timeline. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I could be entirely wrong. I literally have nothing to back that up. But I, I think that it does shift and change. No, I, th- and so, I, think, I think I agree. Yeah, I think it shifts and changes. I think and, that when we... Yeah. When we were in it was, I think, the strictest it had ever been. Like, I think it was, like, literally the strictest it had ever been. Wow. In, like, our sorority. And then right, like, around the time that I left and then by the time you left is when it was really starting to chill out. Yeah, exactly. And and it was nice. Like, when I – before I left, I – it was very chill. If I had to take out the chapter, going to the chapters all the time because I did not like wearing that business casual every time I went. It was fun. Like, I would hang out with my sorority sisters. We'd go out for drinks. We'd go out to events. Like, it was a good time, and it was a great bonding experience. And, I mean, I'm glad I had that experience. Like, overall, I'm glad I would go for the same Mm -hmm. sorority. I I appreciate the experience, and I am glad I had it overall. There was just a lot of strictness, and honestly, I wish I spoke up when I could have about it. It's a lesson learned. (laughs) Okay, so do you think you would recommend joining a sorority to someone who's about to start college or maybe is already in college and, like, considering joining one? Um, I think I would recommend it if you think that you would like it. I think even if you don't think you would like it, it's cool to try and go through the experience and, you know, talk to a bunch of different types of people. And if you feel like you resonate with a specific sorority, go ahead and try and join it. If you don't like it, you can drop. It's no biggie. Keep it moving. But, I mean, if you if it's something that attracts you, I don't see why not. It, something beautiful come, could come from it. A lot of friendships, you know, there's a lot of different things that can come from a sorority or a fraternity. So I, I definitely do mm-hmm. recommend it. What about you? Um, Yeah, I definitely would recommend it. I think the biggest thing to get out of it is friends. It's honestly the easiest way to make friends in college. Because, you know, it's like... It can be really hard to make friends in college outside of um, sororities and fraternities. I mean, a lot of people do it and like shouts out to all the people who do it. I know people at Georgia Tech who are in sororities and like still like make a bunch of friends and do a bunch of cool stuff. And like that's really inspirational. But I think if you're looking for an easy way to make friends, a sorority or fraternity is a good way to do that. And you just gain like so much out of it like it's all it's like a shared experience with a group of people if you find one that fits you it can be the most amazing experience I know like from my boyfriend's experience like he has so many good friends and good memories from the fraternity that he was in and even me for like the time that I was in it 
though I do have negative experiences, I have a lot of good experiences as well. And I think that if I had stuck with it and like tried to make it something better than it was, I would have even more good experiences. So I definitely do recommend it, but there's no pressure also. Like another good way, another good thing you could do Mm -hmm. is that if you don't necessarily want to be in a sorority, you make friends with people who are in sororities and then you can go to some of the same events that they do. Like, you know about their parties, like you can hang out with fraternities. Like you don't have to be in a sorority or fraternity in college to make friends because I know a bunch of people who aren't in them and they still go and hang out with people in sororities and fraternities, but they aren't in them. It's just a good way to make friends. Yeah, exactly. Make friends. Exactly. So it's, I mean, there's nothing wrong with testing it out, seeing how you feel about it. We're not saying that our experience is going to be your experience, even with our own sorority. If you are from our school and you're considering rushing the sorority, we we're talking about and you know what sorority we're talking about we're not at all saying that we don't recommend our sorority like i love our sorority mm-hmm. still rep it still got it on the back of my card still support mm-hmm. it and i think it's a beautiful sorority we just had a unique experience individual experience that no one else will have because no one else was there in that time frame other than the people that were that were there in that time in frame our, you know, <laughs> in our sorority yeah yeah so don't think you're gonna go to our sorority and get that same experience that's just not yeah how it works honestly that's i would love to see our sorority so, right yeah. now and see what it's like i'm sure it's yeah. like pretty cool i also would like not mind seeing yeah. other sororities um at our school because even the other ones seem great and like also this is a tip i would say one thing that i think sororities should do is mingle like have um events with other sororities like it was always about having events with uh, events mm-hmm. with fraternities have events with other sororities so you can see like the other cool girls that are there because like female friendship is so strong and so powerful and just because you're in a different sorority doesn't mean you can't be friends I think there's like a lot of energy where it's like this sorority is the best we're better than this one like we can't mingle that's not true there's so many cool chicks in different sororities and like they chose different ones for like they could have chosen a different one than you for this like one reason a tiny reason and other than that you're so similar so don't um like limit yourself like i would say be friends with like people all the people you can in in different sororities and in different fraternities yes amen sister you said it <laughs> yes ma'am okay uh, let's go yes, to our ma'am. um comment question and consent do you want to read it or do you want me to read it yes um i will read it okay. for you because i think you'll be able to answer it first okay Tell me about living in your chapter house. Did any of you live in the house? If so, what was great about it? Which sucked? Why didn't you live there? And do you regret it? Oh, wait. (laughs) If you didn't live there, do you regret it? That was the last sentence. She can't read. Um, Sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, so I lived in the sorority house for a semester. Good and bad experiences um, sucked because I was in the smallest room of the house so tiny just me and another girl definitely made me go crazy um I think if the room was bigger it might have been a little bit better what I liked about it was that um you know it's like I think it was 19 girls who lived in the house so it was like all 19 of us living together and like there was always somebody to hang out with there was always something going on at the house like the house is where most things happen so you're like right where most of the things are happening so you're like I think when you live in the house it's like one of the most involved um times of the sorority that you could be in because you're just always there negatives um 
we had a kitchen like we didn't have I know a lot of sororities have like chefs and stuff we didn't have that like we cooked in the kitchen so it's 19 people creating a mess so that was kind of shitty um the room size like I mentioned um because I, I mean this is specific to our college but we weren't allowed because it was school property you couldn't technically like drink and stuff I mean people still did it but like that was like kind of something to worry about but overall I actually did enjoy my time in the house because I lived on a floor with like three of my best friends and the the RA that we had was a friend of mine from high school so like I got to hang out with her and it was she wasn't in the sorority but I got to hang out with her and she was super chill um there were like some negative moments but overall I liked it um and I guess I would recommend it I would recommend it if you don't mind living with a fuck ton of people at one time yeah I always thought that uh the house was a nice experience it was fun I probably would have stayed there if I don't know why I didn't end up staying there in the first place like I I don't know I guess by the time I saw your experience I was probably just like ah no I'd rather not yeah I went crazy in my room (laughs) yeah but I think that I probably would have tried it maybe my freshman year or sophomore year if I had thought about it in advance maybe Mm -hmm. um you know yeah living with a bunch of girls that's always gonna be an issue but I think it's fine if you do it for like a semester or two like I wouldn't I agree. I second that. I don't see why not, you know, why not try it out. Um, but if I didn't, if, um, well, I guess I already answered that, but I said I would still, I would have lived there if I had thought about it. I don't necessarily regret. I don't, I'm just kind of whatever about it. Like I, I had fun with my experiences with my roommates that I had and my, mm-hmm. well, half with some of them. But, like, it wasn't that bad. Like, I don't regret it. But I think that I would do it again and do it. I would live there for sure. I'd be down. Yeah. I would say that um, one thing that really does make your time in the house is um, is the other people who live there. So if you live there with, like, a bunch of cool people, then it's fun. But if you live there and it's, like, people you're maybe not as close with or, like, people who are a lot older than you or just, like, for whatever reason you don't get along, then it's, like, maybe not as fun. But, like, I liked it because the floor I was on was, like, people that I really fucked with. So it was a good time. Yeah. Like you said, you had, like, your, like, three best friends there, which I'm like, that Mm -hmm. obviously would be a good time. It's probably your best year to stay there out of all the years. Yeah. And it's good because I feel like if you need to meet new people, then that's the way to do it. Like, if you were coming to the sorority new and you were like, ooh, what do I do? Like, if you get in the house with them you're you have to meet people you're gonna have roommates yeah but also you don't don't even have to just like live at the house you can just Mm -hmm. go to the house and chill like the house is always open for people to just go and hang out with just because you live there doesn't mean it's like yours like there would always be people who would take naps on the couch in between their classes and hang out yeah r.i.p well i think we've reached the end of this sorority episode i really hope we don't cause any type of drama because we like i said we do not want any drama from this I think that, like we said, mm-hmm. we had a very unique individual experience. Each of us, even mm-hmm. our own two experiences, are very different from each other. Like, we have some similarities, but there are things that Tati experienced that I didn't, things I experienced that she didn't experience. Like, I think I had more for- fun towards the end than she did. She had more fun towards the beginning probably than I did. I don't know. But 
yeah, all in all, we love our sorority. Mm-hmm. Not trying to cause any shade tea or anything like that. This is just a sorority episode where we're yeah. spilling. We some love tea everybody who, if you're listening to this and you were in our sorority, we love you. No hate at all, just our experience, and we hope that we hope that you had a better one than us. I'm sure love you did. You, baby. Um, yeah, but yeah, we love you all. Don't get mad at us. Yeah. A lot of girls had good experiences. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I know a lot of girls had really good experiences in our sorority. And yeah, I think that mm-hmm. I would say the name and be like, go blank right now, but I don't want to expose us. But we love the sorority. Point blank nope. period. So no. All love. No Peace hate. and love. Love. <laughs> Only love. Peace and love. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> Love, live, laugh, love, and yes, happiness. Yes, ma'am. Well, I guess that's it. Podcast. I guess that's it for this week. <laughs> live, laugh, and love. Catch us next week. Yep. Uh, <laughs> hopefully, no repercussions in this one, and we'll talk to you next episode. Alrighty. <laughs> All right.